What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of A Brutiful Horror, the podcast that is all about delicious tasting brews, sometimes some, yeah, some sub subpar ones, <laughs> and some awesome, awesome, sometimes some maybe not so awesome horror movies. I hope that everybody is having an awesome start to your week. It is actually Monday as I record this. My weekend was just a mess. <laughs> and so I thought about recording last night. That was the original plan. That's always the plan when I go into Sundays to record for the next day. And then I can have it posted so that you all can wake up with a brand new episode if you want to listen to it before you go to work or while you're getting ready or whatever or while you're driving to work or walking or however you get to work. That is usually always the plan. But I was just so beat and so worn out <laughs> that. I did not feel like having a third episode in a row where I was talking like I was pretty tired. And yeah, so I just decided to wait until this morning to record, which actually gave me a little bit of a fun last night. If you follow the Instagram and saw the post, it was kind of a last minute thing. I watched the movie that was chosen for today which is Jeepers Creepers 2. And then it was still somewhat early. It was a little after 10. And I was just like, you know what? I could maybe watch another movie and then just go to sleep. So I put on Halloween H2O because I haven't watched either movie in quite a while. I actually own Jeepers Creepers 2 on DVD. But like I said, it's been a while since I've seen Halloween H2O. And I figured, whatever give it a shot and then see you know what people actually want to hear a review on which which sequel with the number 2 technically Halloween H2O is 20 years later but which sequel would everybody rather hear an episode on and the winner was Jeepers Creepers 2 but before i get into that you know because, you know, I like to talk a little bit before I, I jump into the whole movie thing. But right now, I am drinking the, is it the vanilla cream puff K-Cups from Donut Shop. I decided to be a little bit lazy with my coffee this morning, which I really actually wanted to brew coffee. But I have right now no paper towels, so I couldn't really clean out my coffee grinder. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just make this easy and just get some caffeine in my system because it was a crazy weekend, as I just said. I worked, actually got done at a decent time on Saturday, and I was able to go over to the final cakeover event at Forgotten Boardwalk, which was, it was packed, but apparently that was not busy as, as they've been right now. So, but that was really nice. I definitely drank quite a bit, uh, but the... Funnel cake variants were very, very good. The Cool Ranch Dorito one was surprising. It was really surprising. It smelled horrible, but it tasted like a Cool Ranch Dorito. <laughs> and I'm not big on Doritos. I mean, I like them, but the fact that they were able to bring that actual corn chip taste to it was insane. But the... Was it vanilla Nutella one? I think was actually really good. I think that was probably my favorite. I missed out on the blueberry pancake, which 
was the one I was most excited to try because me, blueberries, maple, yeah, all that fun stuff. So, but yeah, overall, it was it was a nice time. I originally planned on going back on Sunday again to see Kai because I haven't seen him in years, but I got done work yesterday at six o'clock and I was just beat. So, and I just really wanted to shower. I wanted some food. So I came home, showered and yeah, did all that. So, but also (laughs) there's some preparations. I have a fun video in mind that I'm going to be working on for my TikTok, which I'm excited for. It's, it's going to be ridiculous because all of my shit is ridiculous. If you watch any of my videos on TikTok or anything, most of them tend to be ridiculous and this one's going to be ridiculous, but it's going to be fun and that's what's important. So, but yeah, so I am drinking the vanilla cream puff because like I said I have no paper towels and I need to go shopping today because Newt needs cat food and I need paper towels and need some groceries. So that's the agenda for today. And yeah, uh, <laughs> I forgot to mention too that, yeah, with everything being chaotic from work over the weekend, I was then up at 430 this morning because my phone went off because one of the trucks was getting to its destination late and I jumped on my laptop to check on it and it was pretty pointless because the outside sales guy who messaged me about the situation had already reached out to the drivers and got things situated so yeah I was up at 4 30 I don't think I fell back asleep until probably about 5 5 30 so yeah um I also had a really weird dream last night. This is like really, really weird. Um, I had a dream that I went on like a a cruise or something like, I forget, but basically I went to see Taylor Swift (laughs) in concert and somehow there was karaoke at the concert and I did Kid Rock's Ball with the Ball at a Taylor Swift concert in front of like a bunch of people. So that was pretty crazy, weird, but I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's a sign that one day I get to perform ball with the ball in front of Taylor Swift. Who knows? Probably never going to happen, but anything's possible. (sighs) But yeah, so hopefully, like I said, everyone had an awesome weekend and you're getting to the week on a good note. It is sunny out. I don't know what it's like outside. I have not looked at the weather, but the sun is shining. And I am just ready for warm weather all around. Just really, really ready for warm weather so that I can go outside and want to be outside and be comfortable and not feel like I'm freezing my ass off. So fingers crossed that it's not freezing today because I'm going to be walking to Target, the pet store, the grocery store. So it's going to be a couple of trips, at least two, to the destination, back to my apartment to the destination because I can't carry everything from Target and my groceries all while I'm walking and I'm not going to drive and try to worry about parking because I actually enjoy the walking and just put my headphones on and just kind of tune in the outside world out for a little bit and that's what I want to do but yeah so let's get into today's movie 
Wow. So I have not watched Jeepers Creepers 2 in a while. Like, it has been a while. And I know I've talked numerous times on episodes about movies that you watch when you're younger and you're like kind of still not versed in everything to the extent that you are when you are you know, a formed functional adult and you kind of look back at things and kind of see them in a different view. This is definitely one of those movies. Um, I really enjoyed this one. I actually have to re rewatch the first one and just compare them again because I used to prefer the second one over the first, mostly because the second one had a little bit more action and, you know, the violence going on, stuff like that. So, um, but so basically the way of talking about Jeepers Creepers 2, it is basically the Nightmare on Elm Street 2 of Jeepers Creepers. Uh, yeah, again, I need to rewatch the first one because it has probably been at least 15 years since I've seen the first one. And so I don't know if the some of the undertones from Jeepers Creepers 2 are in the first one. Um, and then just kind of doing a little bit more research on things like, you know, Victor Salva and learning all that shit. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> the way that things happen in this, in the movie makes sense. Like there's, because there's just a lot of what the fuck <laughs> in the movie. So Jeepers Creepers 2, the successor to Jeepers Creepers written and directed by Victor Salva. This movie came out in 23, not 23, 2003. I was trying to say 2003, but yep. Fuck that one up. But yeah, this movie came out in 2003. Again, written and directed by Victor Salva, who also wrote and directed movies such as the 1989 movie clown house with Sam Rockwell. And he also wrote and directed powder with Sean Patrick Flannery and Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah. So that was, you know, that was like one of those like weird ones to see, but, and somehow Victor Salva, like I didn't really read too much into things or to how to like how this one happened or what the story is, but yeah, Victor Salva is apparently well acquainted with Francis Ford Coppola. And Francis Ford Coppola actually came up with the idea on how to make this movie happen because Victor Salva wrote the first Jeepers Creepers with the intent of not doing a sequel. Because if you've seen Jeepers Creepers, either one of them, or, uh, there's three now, actually four, there's like a rebirth one. But apparently, well, the third and the fourth one have like such really shitty reviews. <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, which I actually forgot to look up the Rotten Tomato score on this one. Oh, well, this one has a 5.7 on IMDb. But, yeah, so the rule of the Creeper is 
every 23 years for 23 days, it gets to eat. And it's kind of like, you know, it goes into hibernation for 23 years. But so he wrote this with the intent of not being able to do a sequel unless it was set in the future, which he felt that the studio would not want to do. And yeah, Francis Ford Coppola is the one who said, well, just do the sequel set in the same year. (laughs) But and this movie, it kind of really doesn't have any big names it has ray wise which you know he's kind of the biggest name in it i guess you could say well other than justin long which justin long makes cameo more or less as deceased dairy who is shown in visions which just yeah there's so much that just adds to the craziness and weirdness of this movie which i will get into but yeah so justin long i guess I guess by as the years progressed is now the biggest name in the movie. But Ray Wise, I mean, he was in RoboCop. He was the devil in Reaper, which fantastic, fantastic show that got cut too early. They needed to keep it going so that we could see how it ended. And then he was also in Twin Peaks, which I need to watch. Bob told me that, you know, we should do a Twin Peaks watching when I move in, which I'm on board with. But the movie also stars again. There's very little like star power in this movie. Nikki Acox, who she basically did an episode of Boy Meets World. She was in an episode of X-Files and then she was in a few episodes of Supernatural. Then there was Eric Nenninger, who he's kind of known in like I when I watched this last night, I was like, what do I know him from? What?" Do-? And I looked up. He was in Malcolm in the Middle. He was one of the, not the boot, um, what was it that he went to? The older brother, um, military school. He was in the military school. Uh, he was also in the Netflix prequel and sequel to one of my favorite comedy movies, Wet Hot American Summer. He was the rich douchebag in in the prequel and the sequel, First Day of Camp and 10 Years Later. And then, yeah, again, I said Justin Long. And then this is actually one of the most surprising ones because Jonathan, no, not Jonathan Breck. Uh, oh yeah, Jonathan Breck played the Creeper. Oh yeah, Luke Edwards. Sorry. I wrote all this stuff down, so I'm just like reading through my notes and I kind of got jumbled. But Luke Edwards, like this is one of the craziest ones because he has a very kind of minor role. And some of the dialogue that he speaks in this movie is kind of really lame. But Luke Edwards, he played Ray Wise's son in the movie. So Ray Ray Wise's character is named Jack Taggart. And... Luke Edwards is Jackie Taggart. So Luke Edwards was the lead in this 90s movie that I guess has a little bit of a cult following if you're if you were a big fan of the 90s. He was in this movie called Little Big League where his grandfather gave him a baseball team when he passed away. Yeah, he was the lead kid in that. And then he was also in The Wizard, 
he played Fred Savage's brother in the 1980s movie, The Wizard, you know, with uh, Jenny Lewis. And then he was also in the early 90s uh, Disney musical Newsies. So it's like one of those cases where like this kid started off like kind of in some really big stuff, like stuff that really like made names. And then it was kind of like this slow downward thing and just, you know, and it kind of was one of the, like with both the first Jeepers Creepers and this one being in theaters. And the fact that, you know, there is very little star power. And then again, the Victor Salva stuff, it kind of makes sense. Um, which I, I'm not really going to even dive into that stuff because yeah, that's just, it's just fucked up. But, and it pretty much is also easy to see then too, why Victor Salva's career has pretty much gone nowhere after, after this movie. Like he has not done a theatrical release since this. I don't think, he did, you know, Jeepers Creepers 3. He's done some other things here and there, but yeah. That's about it. But um So, for anyone who hasn't seen any of the Jeepers Creepers movies, again, don't worry about the third one, and I've heard a lot of bad things about the newest one, so the first two are really all you need to see cuz then it kind of just does it in. I mean, the second one leaves it open for potential third one, but it can be one that will just, you know, imagine how it happens. But basically, it's about this creature. They call it the Creeper, and it comes out every 23 years, and it feeds for 23 days and then goes into hibernation. So the thing with the Creeper is it sniffs, it finds what it likes in people through smelling their fear. And so, for example, there's a moment in, you know, in this movie where the creeper gets a pole, like, shoved through his head. And so he rips the pole out through the side of his head, which pretty much, you know, his face and head are done for. So he rips off his head while he uses his wings to grab this kid, rips his head off, and then the creeper rips his own head off, throws it out, and then the kid's head comes up through his body, and yeah, then he's got a new head. So basically the creeper will eat body parts to replenish body parts that he needs. And that's kind of how it's done. So... Um... But yeah, so in the first one, it's a brother and sister driving around, and the creeper wreaks havoc. Again, it's been probably like 15 years, maybe even more, since I've seen the first Jeepers Creepers. So the whole story, I don't remember. I just know that the, that the creature wants Justin Long, and at the end, he gets him. No spoiler, really, there. Uh, again, if you haven't seen the movie, then... Yeah, you, I don't know why you, 
maybe don't listen to a podcast episode about the sequel. But, but yeah, so in this one, in the beginning of the movie, Ray Wise, Jack Taggart, and his son are working on the farm. Well, his two sons are working on the farm. The one son is fixing scarecrows, and the creeper puts himself in place of one of the scarecrows and takes Jack's son. So it cuts to a day later because it says, you know, this is day 22. And then it cuts to day 23, the final day where the creeper can eat. And we then follow a school bus with a basketball team that had just won a state championship or whatever. And they're on this backcountry road. And they get a, a flat tire. And yeah, uh, and then pretty much the creeper comes out and starts to take them out one by one. Well, the ones that he has chosen. And there's also the plot of Jack Taggart and Jackie Taggart. Well, basically, Jackie Taggart is just doing what his father wants. But Jack Taggart is hellbent on revenge. So, yeah, he's pretty much out to hunt the creeper with a makeshift harpoon gun. So, one of the things that is very interesting... And, like, it just makes me go, why? <laughs> um, so, basically, this, the whole Jack Taggart plot, subplot, whatever you want to consider it, it's Moby Dick. And Victor Salva has said this is basically a free adaptation of Moby Dick. Complete with harpoons. Um... And yeah, and you know, that is so the creeper is the white whale, I guess. But, um, and it's like I said, there's so much in this movie that just looking back on it now while watching it, and it's just like because you have this school bus with a basketball team that just won a state championship or whatever. So the it's a boys basketball team. Yet there are three cheerleaders on the bus. That's it, just three. I guess the school did not have a budget for a cheerleading squad. Also, they they traveled for this championship. Where are the parents? You would think that there would be at least a couple, um, you know, cars or another bus at least following with people from the school, things of that nature. No. They just send, you know, this entire school bus team away, well, this entire basketball team away for a championship that nobody else cares to go and witness. So, yeah. I can only imagine what the team was like that they played if, you know, if they won because apparently nobody else from the home school wanted to see their team win the championship. And and then there are also like numerous moments in this movie where high like the high school dudes are just like 
shirtless on the bus for no reason. Like, why? Um, and I know that it's, you know, because of the time period, like, you know, there was a lot of, there was like this, this stigma, I guess, with the 90s horrors going into the early 2000s, where it was just very, you know, teen-based and adults were just a you know, minor character in it all. Like, everything just centered around the teens. And I know in the 80s we had, you know, the camp slashers and teens, like teen slashers. It really wasn't anything new. Just the way that the 90s kind of did it. I guess there was like this cheesiness to it. But again, I feel like Jeepers Creepers 2 is very much closely related to Freddy's Dead. Or not Freddy's Dead. Um, Freddy's Revenge. Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Because like I said, there's just a lot of a lot of undertones. I mean, even there's a part where the creeper is trying to scare the kids on the bus because he's pretty much got them where he wants them. He's, you know, dispatched of the three adults that were there. There was a bus driver, there was the coach, and then there was the assistant coach, I believe. Yeah. And they all got taken out pretty quickly. That was it. And so these kids are left. And yeah, uh, so there's a part where the creeper just jumps on the side of the bus. Like he's hanging on the side of the bus, just kind of like he's laying down, but in the air. And he's just like sniffing into the bus and looking at everybody. And then he's like hanging upside down down the back of the bus. And he's like looking at his quote unquote victims that he's picked out. And at one point he just starts licking the glass when he's like looking at the one dude. And it's just like, you know, okay. Um, but yeah. And I'm not, it's, it's, it's easy to rip this part of movie, rip this movie apart. Now it really is. And the, the cheesiness comes out in droves when watching this. And I think now if they try like just even looking at some of the quality of things in this movie, like even some of the CGI is bad because they had to use some CGI for some parts, which, you know, granted 2003 CGI still wasn't the best, but the quality of this movie now, it would definitely be like a sci-fi movie. And and like I said, I know I'm ripping it apart, but the movie is fun. Definitely cannot take this movie seriously. It is definitely not a fantastic movie in any way. My viewpoint of the way that I enjoyed this movie has definitely changed. And that's something that, you know, I can't deny. Cause just, there's just a lot of ridiculousness and even like one of the, the best ridiculous things that happens in the movie is, you know, this girl, um, the main character girl, Minxie, she somehow develops this, 
psychic power that just lasts for, you know, a few hours. And that's it. She just starts being able to have dreams where she sees Derry, a.k.a. Justin Long, and she learns all about the Creeper. Yeah, and that just happens. It's not like, oh, hey, I've been, you know, dealing with these dreams and these, you know, vivid accounts of things ever since I was a child, and, you know, I'm having this vision and this. Like, no, it just random first time it's ever happened and she's like i know what this thing is it wants pieces of us stuff like that so um but one of the interesting things about this movie too is that randy quaid was supposed to play jack taggart and ray wise replaced him i don't know why randy quaid dropped out of the movie or what? I mean, because, yeah, I mean, has Randy Quaid really done much since, I want to say Independence Day, but I think Vegas Vacation was after Independence Day. And it's funny that I talk about Randy Quaid when last week I just talked about his brother, Dennis. So, um, yeah, and that's that's the funny thing too, like back in the nineties and you know, the eighties, like Randy Quaid was huge. Every, like, you know, if you watch Vegas vacation, you watch independence day, like he, he made a name for himself and Dennis Quaid was, you know, he, he, he was doing stuff since like the eighties and stuff. Like he did like a, this movie that I remember watching as a kid called enemy mine, where he was an astronaut on a planet and Lou Gossett jr. Played the alien. And then Dennis Quaid was also in Dragonheart, you know, with John Connery as the voice of a dragon. But, and then it's like, the brothers kind of just like swapped. You know, uh, like Randy Quaid's stardom just started to kind of fade out. And Dennis's just kind of started getting bigger and more known. Yeah, so that. That's kind of crazy, but I guess it happens. Anyway, this episode is not about the Quaid brothers. But maybe next week's will be about the Bacon brothers. We'll see. <laughs> um, maybe I should do a Kevin Bacon horror movie. I, I actually really wanted to do uh, Stir of Echoes. So I may have to pull out my DVD because I think I still own... I think I still have the DVD of that because... I can't find it free to watch. Well, I think it's on, yeah, it's on freebie, if I'm not mistaken. But do I want to watch commercials with my movie or no? Even though now Prime has commercials, limited commercials, but commercials, unless you pay an extra like four or five bucks a month. But that's some bullshit, in my opinion. But yeah, so Randy Quaid was originally supposed to play Jack Taggart. It would have been interesting to see how different the movie would have been. But, and then another interesting thing was the original subtitle for this movie or whatever. It was supposed to be called Jeepers Creepers Bat Out of Hell. And Meatloaf 
was like in talks or considered to play the bus driver. Ugh, man. That that would I feel like that just would have made the movie even more epic and have that like that lasting appeal, even if it's just for comedic and interesting reasons, just having Randy Quaid and Meatloaf in the movie. I mean, maybe they could remake the movie and just have everything be the exact same, but just have Randy Quaid and, I mean, since you can't have Meatloaf play in the movie anymore, just have, you know, some other ridiculous singer, like, have like Bon Jovi as the bus driver. Bon Jovi's done horror movies. Yes, if if you guys do not know, Bon Jovi did do a horror movie. He was the star in Vampires. Uh, it was the sequel to John Carpenter's Vampires. I want to say the, you know, it was called Vampires uh, de los Muertos or something like that. But yeah, Bon Jovi was the James Woods character in that movie. So yeah, that movie exists. Bon Jovi was in a horror movie. Bon Jovi was also in Cry Wolf, which is a great thriller. I love that movie. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. That just gave me an idea. Like I am going to do that movie on an episode because yeah, that movie is awesome. It's very underrated and kind of not well known, but yeah, Cry Wolf was awesome. Actually, I think I saw Cry Wolf in theaters if I remember correctly, but I don't remember correctly because I am old and my brain is not always working properly. So, uh, but yes, let's get back to Jeepers Creepers 2. Let's see if I have any other interesting little tidbits written down. Oh, yeah. So, if anybody remembers the first one, and this one also kind of brings it to, so Bannon is the name of the high school that the basketball team is from. Bannon High, and they're called the Bannon Bannon Bantams, which is just. <laughs> and if you rearrange Bantams, like it's Batman's. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, I swear, I'm just waking up. It just. Like I said, just looking back at some things in this movie now, watching it with an adult perspective and just, um, but no. So, and in the first one, Derry wears a Bannon shirt. So that is an ode to Dan O'Bannon, who is the writer of Alien, you know, the incredible 1979 sci-fi horror film that, Mr. Ridley Scott turned into an epic movie. So there's that. And then another funny thing, which, yeah, I I feel like this never would have even had a chance, especially looking at the the lasting appeal of it. So the original plan was to release Jeepers Creepers 2 around the same time as Final Destination 2. Because Final Destination 2 came out in the beginning of 2003, I believe. But yeah, 
they wanted to kind of pin the movies against each other for competition to see which one would do better. Yeah. So to this day, Final Destination 2, because of that movie, if I am ever behind a tractor trailer truck or any truck that is carrying logs or anything that looks like it could fall off the truck, bounce on the road and impale me or whatever, I am getting the fuck away from that. That is how much of a lasting appeal or lasting memory that movie has had. So, and also in the grand scheme of things, yeah, not all of the final destination movies are great. Some of them are actually kind of bad, but they are entertaining in, in a way. I mean, they're, well, they're very, because people go into them now to see the death scenes of what kind of like deaths are going to come up with the same way that they did with Saul. People would go to see what they would do with the traps. But if you compare Final Destination 2 and Jeepers Creepers 2, Final Destination 2 just wins by a long shot. I mean, and yeah, there's no way that I feel that Jeepers Creepers 2 would have come anywhere close to beating out Final Destination 2. So just my opinion. Um, I'll leave that one as a, as a question. For, for the listeners, which do you think you know would have won in a competition, Final Destination Two, or Jeepers Creepers Two? But yeah, so again, I mean, I know I, <laughs> I shit talked to this movie, and like I said, it's, this is probably the biggest case though of me really enjoying a movie when it first came out. Because I've watched this movie like numerous times back, you know, when when I would put in my DVD. Like it, yeah, like I said, I really, really enjoyed it. But I think this is one of the worst, like when you go back and rewatch something after it's been a while. And yeah, it's basically my way of saying that I'm good with not watching this movie again for another 10 years or more. Um, and I kind of want to watch the newest one just to see how, how bad it is. Especially since Victor Salva, you know, did not write or direct that one, but yeah, it is just, I have heard nothing good about it. So I'm probably not going to watch it and just save myself the time and the effort. But so, but for entertainment purposes, if you have not seen Jeepers Creepers 2, I highly recommend it. Do you need to see the first one? You kind of get a little bit of a backstory. I mean, you, you kind of get what you need if you haven't seen the first one. The first one, like I said, it is one of Justin Long's first movies, so there is you know, that part of it. And I do plan to actually go back and rewatch the first one because the first one is streaming on Pluto. Yeah, so I'm probably going to go back and rewatch that. For this one, I did really bad with my my notes this morning. Um this one's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I'm sure it's streaming elsewhere, but 
I mean, if you have a a lazy Sunday or rainy day where you're just kind of doing nothing and you want like a good cheesy horror movie that just no no frills, just some fun, and then just something that you can kind of look at and go, oh shit, yeah, I there's definitely a lot of undertones and things that kind of just don't make sense in this movie. That is this movie. So yeah, go watch it or don't. You're not missing out if you don't, but like I said, it is, it is a fun movie. You know, I, I, I definitely don't love it or like it as much as I did in the past. But yeah, um, Jeepers Creepers 2. Have you seen any of them? Have you seen all four of them? If you've seen all of them, which one is your favorite? And also, you know, yeah, Jeepers Creepers. First one or the second one? Jeepers Creepers 1 or Jeepers Creepers 2? You know, do you prefer him driving around in the, the Creeper van? Or, well, it was actually like a truck. But, or... Do you prefer him running through a cornfield and flying around on wings? That is a question. Anyway, thank you for putting up with my ridiculousness, as always. Again, I'm not drunk. I'm not tired. I'm actually kind of, you know, awake and about to go adult. So I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your week. And I will talk with you all again on Thursday when I talk a little bit more about myself and yeah. And then I will try and actually figure out more of a, a kind of a, a lineup for the movies and that I can plan better and just, you know, not go into it just randomly like I do most of the time, but you know what? Then again, would you have more fun if it was scripted or is it more fun just not knowing what the hell I'm going to say or talk about or where I'm going to go next? I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? I don't know. Do you know? Anyway, thank you again. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Have an awesome week.